Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. I've got an awesome episode for you here. It's on TSP. I've actually did this video a while back, but I've chopped it up, remastered it, and here it is. But first... Hey, hey, Freedom Fighters, welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast, the only place where military members, veterans, and their families learn how to build wealth through real estate investing. I'm your host, Mike Foster, and I'm here to show you how to stop wasting your benefits. Now get off your ass, step up to the firing line, and make ready for today's lesson. Shooter, stand by. What's going on, guys? How are you doing? Mike Foster here again. Uh, and this time I'm going to be covering uh, how to use your TSP to invest in real estate. Uh, this is going to be a pretty good lesson uh, for all those who are military out there or who know uh, someone who's military. This will be something that you definitely want to see. I'm going to be deep diving a little bit on how to uh, understand it, um, whether you're taking a loan or withdrawing, all that stuff. And it's going to be good. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it. All right, guys. So first of all, what is the TSP? All right. So your TSP is right your thrift savings plan, and it's a retirement benefit that's been given to us by the government. Whether you're a federal employee or whether you are a uniformed military service member, uh, you are afforded the opportunity to use the TSP to help generate wealth for retirement. Um, it kind of works just like a 401k uh, if, if you are not familiar with it, um, but Right. That's essentially what it is. Um, now let's talk about why you would want to use your TSP to invest in real estate. Well, uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, if you're buying a property, like either for your personal residence or whether it's an investment property, um, you are given the opportunity to do so uh, at any point during your career. Um, so if you're going to buy residential, right, there is a particular loan that you can use for that. And I'm going to be going over the specifics later on. But if you're going to buy an investment, you'll have to use the general loan and you can use that to purchase a property cash if you have enough funds or you can use it for a down payment on the loan. Um, if you want to use it for renovation, you are allowed to do so with certain guidelines, right? If you want to use it for a refinance, you can. Um, and the interesting thing about the, the loans that you can take from your TSP is that the interest rate is just is the, the G fund. So it's very, very low. It's about one and a half, sometimes almost 2%, um, which is pretty good, right? Uh, let's say if you want to uh, give a private money loan, right, to um, a particular investor, you can do that as well, right? Um, there are different types of loans that you can make from your account. Um, you can do a conventional loan, right? At a conventional interest rate paid back over monthly, quarterly, annually, et cetera. Um, you can do a balloon loan, right? Balloon loans were very popular or are very popular because they're interest only for a certain amount of time. And then you receive the full, uh, principle of your loan at a later, you know, uh, later date. Um, you can buy equity interest in a certain company. Let's say if you want to partner with an investor or the friend and you want to purchase a particular percentage of equity in that property, you can do so. Um, and if you want to say, use it for a peer to peer lending, that's also become very popular. Um, 
Another thing that you may not realize that you can do with it is invest that money into a real estate investment trust or REIT. And if you're not familiar with that, you can definitely look it up. But uh, real estate investment trusts were kind of like stocks where you're buying into a share of a commercial property or a commercial company that invests in real estate and you gain uh, you gain money over time, uh, just like you would with a stock. Um, so there are plenty of really good ways that you can use uh, the money that you have in your TSP to earn a little bit bigger profits than you'll see uh, with any one of those funds. Loans versus withdrawal. All right, this is important that you understand this. Now, you are not allowed to withdraw money from your TSP account with the exception of experiencing some sort of financial hardship, whether it be, you know, a uh, man, I don't know, a bankruptcy, right? Impending bankruptcy, let's say a foreclosure, or um, let's say you're you're experiencing some kind of bad medical uh, situation, right? There are certain situations where you're allowed to withdraw uh, without penalty. However, if you try and do it any any other way than that, you will be penalized, um, right? And uh, also 59 and a half, right? So you have to be 59 and a half uh, or above to withdraw also without penalty if you're not experiencing one of those hardships. Um, so keep that in mind. All right. Um, so now let's just go over the general rules. Um, so like I briefly mentioned before, there are two types of loans that you can take, right? A loan is different from a withdrawal, right? If you're withdrawing, obviously you're going to experience those penalties because you're taking money permanently out of it. But that loan that you can take right to yourself implies that you're going to pay it back and you'll set up a structure, a payback structure, right? So there are two types. You've got your residence loan and you've got your general purpose loan. All right. Now I'm going to go over general purpose first because it's the simplest one. You take out that loan to yourself um, and you can set up your payment structure back from one to five years, right? Five years is the maximum amount of time you can, uh, you can have a general purpose, purpose loan out to yourself. Uh, for residence loans, right, those are a little bit different, and there are a lot of rules and guidelines that go into it. Um, but uh, first, you can structure your payments from 1 to 15 years, and you're only allowed to use a residence loan to yourself if you're going to purchase your primary residence, okay? Now, that primary residence cannot be a a renovation, right, project, um, it cannot be going into a refinance for your primary residence. The only way you can, you can buy that property is if you are using it either to buy full cash for your primary residence, if you're using it to put a down payment on a mortgage for your primary residence, or if you're using it to construct right a, a new construction per se, and you are going to live in that residence. And the importance with that too is that you know, you have to have documentation for this to work. Um, you can't just go ahead and say, oh, yeah, I'm using this for my primary residence. No, unfortunately, that's not it's not how it works. <laughs> so so keep those rules in mind. OK, um, so the minimum amount of loan that you can take for any one of them, right, is about a thousand dollars. OK, uh, one thousand uh, dollars and the maximum gets a little bit hairy. OK, so. Just bear with me on this. This is going to be a little bit to dissect and to go into. But so in the maximum amount of the loan that you can take is calculated based off of 
the smallest amount of these three factors, okay? The smallest amount of these three factors. A, your contribution plus your earnings minus any loan that you have already taken out, okay? Now, with this, it's important to understand you can take out a general purpose and a residence loan at the same time. You cannot do two of each at the same time. Does that make sense? So if you've already taken out a residence loan, you can still take out a general purpose loan and you'll only be allowed to withdraw you know, your contributions minus uh, your, your loan balance from the other one that you took. Does that make sense? Okay, right? Now, condition number two, 50% of the total amount of your account, including your loans that you've already taken out if you have one, right? Or 10%, whichever of those two numbers is greater, minus, right? any loan that you currently have. So I know it's kind of, uh, it's kind of uh, counterintuitive there and it's a little hard to dissect, but sorry, hard to understand, but it's right. So 50% of the total amount that you have, including any loan that you might've already taken, right? Or $10,000, whichever those two numbers is greater minus the current outstanding balance that you have on one of your loans. Okay. Um, now number three, Okay, and this one's also a little tricky. So $50,000, right, minus the highest amount of loan that you took within a 12-month time frame, okay? Now, let's say you uh, you took out a loan for 35000 okay? So 50000 minus 35000 equals 15000 That's how much you'd be able to take if that number right there is less than any of the two conditions that I've mentioned previously, okay? Um, these are all certain tests that the IRS does to allow your eligibility for these loans. And so, again, like I said, it's very, very complicated. Uh, it's definitely something you want to look into and you want to talk to uh, one of the TSP advisors before you go out and do this. Um, there are also a bunch of rules as far as what you're required to do to pay back if you're considering uh, separating from the military or from federal uh, federal work. Um, there are also certain things you want to take into account if you're going to be switching from one federal job to another job and the other one doesn't necessarily you know, offer, I'm sorry, not offer, but you structure your TSP payments. You have to, you know, let TSP know ahead of time. Um, so I've offered uh, the TSP loan booklet, which has a whole bunch of information. It's, uh, it's about 24 pages, but it's really, really good. It goes in depth and it'll break down everything that's important to you. Right. So other things that you're going to want to, you're going to want to take into account are the, your spouse, right? So if you are married, your spouse has uh, a say in using your loan. Okay, so that's another thing that's important. Even if you're separated, right, you'll still have to get your spouse, if you're still married, right, to sign on you using your loan. Okay, that's that's another important thing. Um, and then, uh, obviously, you have to fill out the loan agreements, right, that are on the page. But once you get to this point, honestly, guys, it's really a pretty simple uh, process. I have done this myself, uh, taking a general purpose loan out. Um, it was very, very simple. Um, I went through the loan agreements, took me maybe, you know, 10 to 30 minutes to read through everything and to understand it all. Um, and then how I got my money was through an EFT and you are given the choice, right? You can get an EFT or you can get a check that's payable to the address that you have on file. 
So also very important that you make sure that your address is correct. Okay. Um, but yeah, guys, other than that, it's super simple. Um, it's a $50 fee for the loan, right? That for any of the loans that you take other the two, um, and you can't use, you can't use another loan until uh, there's a 60 day waiting period from the time you fulfilled it. So let's say you, you paid off your, uh, your loan December 1st, right? Now you have to wait until February 1st in order to use that same type of loan again. Now you can use a different type of loan if you want, but right, you can, uh, you can, if you want to use that same type of loan or the general purpose again, you have to wait 60 days upon the completion, okay? All right, all right, guys, that's going to do it. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to learn more about the Thrift Savings Plan, make sure you check out the resource that I put inside the show notes page. It's great. It's a little pamphlet. You'll love it, all right? Also, we have an ebook that we're coming out November 2nd. November 2nd is the launch date. You've been hearing about it. It's coming out. November 2nd is the date. Make sure you save that and you go in and you get it. It's going to be available for 99 cents for only 48 hours. Okay? 48 hours, 99 cents. Make sure you guys spread the word and you go and you grab it so you can get the best value you can for that buck. I'm telling you, it is an opportunity you do not want to miss. All right, please make sure you reach out to us. Hit us up on our Facebook, hit us on our Instagram, or if you are ready to get your financial freedom started, www.activitypassiveincome.com. We want to see and help you. All right, guys, I'm out of here.